Thanks for listening to the Pop Culture Cosmos and the PCC Multiverse. Check out more great podcasts today on one of these awesome affiliate networks. Ace Podcast. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek, classic, current, and beyond. Be part of the crew at esonetwork.com. The Tangibound Network. Check it out. Tangiboundnetwork.com. Listen to this show, the latest episode, every time. A proud member of the Gunna Geek Network. The opinions expressed are those of each individual. Check out all the other geeky podcasts over at GunnaGeekNetwork.com and get ready because geekiness begins in 3, 2, 1. On this week's show, it's more great Black Friday tips from BFads.net, plus our own picks as well. We also have more great pro wrestling talk, week 11 in the NFL, Thanksgiving cooking tips, what do we think of Justice League, and will I drive Tyler Baker nuts? All this and more as Turkey Day approaches as we once again delve into the pop culture cosmos. Welcome to the pop culture cosmos. Once again, with another edition of the Pop Culture Cosmos. My name is Gerald Glassford from Pop Culture Cosmos and Game Source. We truly appreciate you being part of the broadcast here today. And it's a special edition because I'll tell you what, not only do we have great pro wrestling talk lined up for you, great Black Friday talk lined up for you, great Thanksgiving cooking talk lined up for you, but we've got my good friend, from the Fantasy Football Pager Podcast, stepping in for the <laughs> supposedly sick Josh Peterson, it's Tyler Baker. What's going on, Tyler? I'm doing well. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. It's turkey week. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's waiting for those great, great meals later this week. And I'll tell you what, uh, it's just great having you sub in for today's show in the pop culture realm. Got a lot of great stuff to cover this week, but first off, before we head into everything else, we got to talk about this weekend's big box office hit, Justice League. Well, it was kind of a hit. Yeah. Ninety-six million dollars at the domestic box office and almost three hundred million dollars worldwide normally oh, yeah. would be great. Yeah. But it did not meet expectations from most Hollywood pundits. It, seeing how they were thinking about being eh, $110 million uh, here domestically and, and over the 300 mark. Mm-hmm. But it still did pretty good. But with critics and fans, it's kind of a mixed bag. And we have yeah. both seen the film, and we've got our thoughts on it. So I will ask you, Tyler, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on how it all shook down with the Justice League? Well, it's a big first step, you know, bringing all those superheroes together and yeah, I was a little let down too. I thought it was going to be a little bit better and I don't want to pick it apart. And I didn't like this. I didn't like this, but just overall, it was a huge release and I kind of expected it to be a little bit better. I thought the characters and the plot line would be a little bit more compelling. It, it kind of wasn't, there were definitely some parts of the movie that I, that I really enjoyed. And then there were some parts that I thought just kind of fell short of expectation. 
You know what? I think you're you're exactly right. You hit the, the nail on the head. And by the way, it's going to be maybe some touching on some slight spoilerish stuff. So you want to mm. make sure if you haven't seen the film and you're dying to see it, and you don't want to hear any spoilers. You may want to turn it down just a little bit uh, or head right after the break. But I did want to say that Justice League for me was good enough to be entertaining. I'll tell you that. Okay. It had a lot of issues. But there was enough good things from it that I would give it a slight thumbs up. For me, I like the interaction between the characters. To yeah. me, that made the most enjoyable aspect of the film. The story itself, uh, emulating a lot of what we've already seen from the Marvel Universe, was not exactly the most thrilling in the world. Taking a step out of Marvel with most of their movies, the villain was also substandard as well. Steppenwolf... He didn't get his motor running, uh, and it's just uh, – sorry, that was an inside joke there. That, that was uh, very good. <laughs> uh, it wasn't actually uh, very strong. It was just a CG character that really didn't come off that well, and actually by the end, you were just pretty much – he just was very, very weak when at, at the very end after supposedly be, being so strong in in the beginning, and – just a shame. And, and they're already emulating Marvel with a possible Thanos style universe takeover that might be coming on the horizon. For the first third of it was really, really just very hard to follow because they did a lot of, well, meanwhile, it's here. And then they would just spend two minutes of it. Meanwhile, over here, two minutes. Meanwhile, over here. And it just mm -hmm. hopscotched all over the place. And it was just Really, that was uh, you lose a lot of the audience by doing that, and they just that's the problem. And with especially with Aquaman's character as well, you spent like a cup of coffee learning <laughs> anything around uh, him and his background. It was just yeah. that was truly disappointing because that could have been the most interesting part of Justice League right there, and you barely spent, like I said, like. Uh, you know, may, maybe the time it takes to get to get a Java for you know, it's just mm -hmm. it's, it's done. And he is someone that you have ideas for building his own solo movie around. And whether you're saying, "Oh, we're going to try and save it for that time," you got to wet our whistle at some point in time. And it, believe me, it needed more than that on that end. But and the same thing with Cyborg. Like this yeah. guy, his he's still alive because of these boxes. And they really didn't develop that. He was just kind of there. And, it, and you're right, it was the same thing with Aquaman. He was just kind of there. Whereas we've seen enough Batman and Superman movies, we kind of know who those characters are. The Wonder Woman movie came out. We're, we're starting to understand who that is, but we don't know who Aquaman and Cyborg are. And they really just didn't do much to develop those characters. And not really a whole lot with Flash either outside of seeing his dad in prison and, and extenuating that. And if you've seen the CW, you've seen that to death already. Uh, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more development on how they perceived Flash got his Flash abilities. That would have been great. But the problem is you've only intermixed Cyborg and Flash and Aquaman real briefly in previous DC films, i.e. BVS. And Josh hit it right on the head on the Friday show when he said you had all these movies to set up all these characters within the Marvel Universe. Whereas in DC, they've only devoted their previous amount of films to 95, 97% of Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. And you've only devoted so much time to those three. The other three just feel like add-ons. And 
you know, you also want to put Green Lantern in there. Can't help but know that Green Lantern's coming sooner than later. But I'm, I'll tell you right now, it's just, it was kind of disappointing to see how they laid out the story. Mm. When you have a bad story, a bad villain just compounds it even more. But with DC, they need strong foundations mm. at this point in time. And you have so much goodwill from this Wonder Woman movie. And unfortunately, they weren't able to go ahead and execute it fully. Although I know you had issues with, with Batman. I will say the Batman character interacting with Wonder Woman, mm. to me, that chemistry that they have together, I think that's probably the most intriguing aspect. And that's something I want to see more of going forward for the DC Universe. Absolutely. Yeah, they they had some good chemistry. I did like The Flash, of course. He kind of brought a little bit of comedy. And for what Spider-Man did with Marvel, you kind of have Flash doing there uh, with the DC Universe. But it's nice to have kind of that lovable kid that's you know, a little mistake prone, maybe in a little bit over his head and trying to come into his to his abilities and how that fits in with kind of the uh, the veteran superheroes. So I did like Flash, too. He was good. I just didn't think he was developed n enough as well. Yeah. Yeah. It was almost like he was there just because the movie was dark and they had to have some some they had to have a couple chuckles in there. <laughs> they couldn't make the entire movie just so dark that you're right. But they didn't develop him. Um, he was there and he kind of served the purpose in the plot. But yeah, I think outside the characters that we already know, the ones that we kind of didn't know, they just didn't develop very well. And I think that's what makes the movie so disappointing because you know, this is the first big step and you're just looking at it like, man, uh, uh. exactly. And it, there, there was so much potential there to do a lot better. Like I said, there's enough there that it creates an interesting story for me and enough to be, make it a, a slight thumbs up and entertaining mm -hmm. and whatnot. It certainly leagues better than BBS because BBS was just some dark, dark stuff that I just could not tolerate. And then following that up with Suicide Squad, which had to be, I don't know how they did it, but it was even darker and lamer than BBS, although both dumb. were pretty bad. <laughs> I did. Exactly. I didn't like it at all. Yeah. But, and then they create this great thing with Wonder Woman, which is does a complete mm. 180 from, from what they're doing. And it's just so good. I could, uh, when it came to Justice League, you could see Joss Whedon's influence with the Marvel Universe and the Avengers in that film being it a little bit brighter, but still some very dark tones because obviously that's what Zack Snyder had created in the time that he was working on the film before he unfortunately had to leave due to family issues. There was so much potential for more in this film, and I don't think they reached it. But that doesn't mean I want this DC universe to end. I definitely want to see more. Yeah, it wasn't, but, it wasn't a total flop. It wasn't a bomb. I know my perception of it was skewed a little bit because I knew that this was kind of a big deal and I was just expecting a little bit more. Will I buy it and watch it You know, when it comes out on Blu-ray and DVD? Yeah, yeah, I will. But am I going to go see it again in the theaters? No. A little bit disappointing, not terrible, but if anyone can put the entire DC universe on her shoulders and carry them, Wonder Woman can. Absolutely, indeed. What are your thoughts on Justice League? Did you like it? Did you not like it? Since the reviews are all over the place, I'm pretty sure there's a little bit of each. Share us your thoughts, popculturecosmos at yahoo.com. Also as well, 
Pop Culture Cosmos, Humanica Media, and Game Source on Facebook and Twitter as well. It's going to be an awesome show. We've got we've got all this great stuff lined up for you for this Thanksgiving week Pop Culture Cosmos show. We truly appreciate you you know you checking in with us and you listening and all that good stuff. We've got Brent Shelton back again from bfads.net. That's bfads.net the leader in Black Friday information. He's going to be stopping by once again, giving us more Black Friday tips and, and picks to shout out for. And later on at the end of the show, this man right here, Tyler Baker and I, we're going to be given our best picks for Black Friday. So you definitely want to hear that as well. Tyler Baker, his thoughts on what happened this weekend in the NFL. We've also got Mike Crockett from the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing. He's going to talk a little bit about the independent scene, what's going on there. And Ben Arnaud stops by from the Smoking Hot Confessions podcast and SmokingHotConfessions.com. He's going to bring some Thanksgiving tips for you cooking out there. One is actually right up his alley when it concerns a traditional form of Thanksgiving cooking. And one is completely out of the box. So you got to hear that. And it, I'll tell you what. It is so delicious as he describes it. It just made my mouth water as I was just uh, listening to him talk about that. So I was like, oh, made me so hungry after hearing those tips. And tell you what, if you try either of those two tips, you're going to be having a great Thanksgiving indeed. And he, like I said, he's going to be stopping by uh, later in the program with those two tips on Thanksgiving cooking. And this is the Pop Culture Cosmos. Get ready for Box Art, a gaming docuseries from Pyre Productions and Rob McCallum Film. If you love video games, chances are there's a box cover or cover image that you love and has stuck with you for decades. In our series, Box Art, we travel across North America to visit with the unknown illustrators and artists responsible for creating the most iconic gaming images of all time. What was once scheduled to be a 90-minute documentary is now a six-episode season packed with unbelievable tales that paint a picture of the gaming industry you've never imagined. Box Art arrives this year, just one of the many pop culture projects from Rob McCallum, Empire Productions. This is Gerald Glassford from Pop Culture Cosmos and Game Source. We truly appreciate you being part of the show today. I got the leading source of Black Friday information out there. That's bfads.net. That's bfads.net. And who do I have here with me? But the man in the know at bfads.net. It's Brent Shelton. How are you today? I'm doing great. There's some great shopping ideas, some other under-the-radar bargains that the folks at BFADS make sure everybody knows about. I ask you, what are some of the under-the-radar, some of the, the great deals, the cool bargains that maybe not everyone knows about, but also as well they need to know about, especially because they're going to be great deals for this Black Friday shopping season? Sure. And, and there, there's always hidden savings every year and some things that stand out where we analyze all the ads. So we get into it a little bit more than most people. Before we go in that, I want to mention, if you haven't bought into uh, the smart home speaker and smart home devices, this will be the year to buy in. The prices are as low as we've seen them on Google Home. Uh, there's a Google Mini at Target for $30, and that comes with a $10 Target gift card. So for $20, you can buy a small little Google Home and try it out and see if you like it, if it's something you're going to use before you spend a lot of money on it. That said, one of the cool things, if you've got kids and they like to play outside, you know those uh, ride-on toys that are outside? Well, those things are getting really cool now. 
they're starting to look like real cars. Like there's a uh, a two seater Mustang. That thing is tricked out, man. It's pretty awesome. And it's also a 12 volt, so it's got a little bit of power. That is on sale at Shopco and I think Walmart too for $199. Normally it's $399, so it's half price. They also have a Mini Cooper, and it looks like a Mini Cooper. It's really cool. You know, these these little toys for your kids used to look like toys. Now they look like the real thing, but they're mid miniature. I think there's a Chevy Silverado truck. Now, what kid doesn't want a truck? And that one's only $99 at uh, Bass Pro Shops. Walmart has uh, one that's uh, it's called a John Deere Gator. So it looks like those uh, four-wheel drive all-terrain vehicles, but it's for the kid. That one's pretty cool, too. I also noticed some cameras and also drones are still major parts of the Black Friday scene. Is that correct as well? Yeah, especially, well, you know, you've got your uh, DSLR. It's always a good time to buy those. They come in special holiday bundles where you're going to get a couple of lenses, a bag, uh, an extra battery, a charger, and all that kind of everything you need if you're thinking about uh, stepping up and really you want to uh, take on photography or you know someone that wants a pretty good gift. Uh, you could score one of those for under $500, the whole system, Canon. I think it's called the Rebel T6 for under $500. That, that's a pretty sweet deal. Normally it's, uh, you know, seven, $800 for that bundle. Obviously your point and shoots, they're usually on sale this time of year. It's something, it used to be the headliner for Black Friday. And now uh, we all have smartphones with killer cameras on there. So we don't, you know, cameras in front of mind of having, having that extra tool that, that you carry around with you because everything's on your phone, right? So something, if you're living in uh, the northern states and listening, uh, northern California or wherever you are, uh, this is a good time to buy a snowblower. You don't always think that they're on sale or just uh, snow removal equipment uh, that, or things that you need outdoors, cold weather to manage your property. The, all the hardware stores have that stuff on sale during Black Friday. It's kind of hidden in the ads, but you can save hundreds of dollars. In another area, it's a big ticket item. If you're a DIY kind of person, you do a lot of things at home, you work on your cars or you do your own remodeling and stuff, this is a really good time to buy those big roller tool chests. They can be up to half price on some of the premium ones uh, from you know, the Craftsman models from Sears um, and uh, Home Depot's lead model and same with Lowe's. Um, you save anywhere from, you know, I've seen... Uh, what was it, a 41-inch 12-drawer uh, rolling two-piece chest for $300 at Sears. Normally, that thing is $715. So that'll give you an idea of the kind of savings that you can save. Um, and if you got your tools all laying about and you need to organize them, this is the time to do it and save some money. Once again, it's Brett Shelton from bfads.net. That's bfads.net. I want to ask you, Brent, a couple more questions because, I, like I said, I know you're really busy and pressed for time. This is the biggest and most important time of the year for, for everyone at BFADS. Movies, videos, DVDs, Blu-rays, they're all very important as far as the Black Friday scene as well. I know a lot of retailers are discounting them, but is it really wise to spend money on DVDs, Blu-rays, and 4K Blu-rays at this point in time? Are there enough discounts to justify adding those extra $10, 20 $30 full of DVDs and Blu-rays this this Black Friday shopping season? Actually, because everyone's streaming now with their Roku's and their 
I shouldn't say everyone, but a lot of people are cutting the cord. Um, we're, we're buying into Netflix and Amazon Prime, and we've got access to all these streaming movies uh, that we can buy without having to buy the physical DVD or Blu-ray player. The prices on these items are pretty good in the ads this year. Um, some of the lowest prices that I've seen. Walmart has over 300 different titles for under $7. So if, if that's still your thing, um, especially if, or if you're looking for TV seasons, this is a good time to take advantage of that because those aren't cheap or ho entire movie collections in your collector. They, they're pretty expensive. So I would say that if it's something that you're collecting and you really want to hang on to, this is a pretty good time to buy. If not, obviously, uh, that money might be better spent on a streaming device where you can just run it digitally and watch it over and over and it won't cost you anything and you don't have to store it away. In fact, there's a lot of great deals on Roku streaming devices, Amazon Fire streaming devices, and Google Chrome sticks as well. So that's some great advice indeed. But I got to ask you, Brent, one last thing. Why is BFADS.net, that's B-F-A-D-S.net, why is that the place to go? Well, one of the major reasons you want to go to BFADS.net or use the BFADS Black Friday app is we aggregate all the Black Friday ads, and we analyze them and make it easy for you to compare all the prices. So there's there's over 55,000 advertised deals, and then there's other deals that aren't even in the ads. And we have a staff that goes through every single deal. They get somewhat rated uh, because we'll put the good deals out in front of you in our newsletter and in our articles. There's also a bunch of buying guides that are a little bit more hidden because the ads take center stage, but we write buying guides for almost every category that you're going to shop in. And we're going to share tactics and tips and tell you what are some of the better deals. So if you're not sure about what TV to buy, look at the BF Ads TV buying guide. And we're going to list the which ones are the best ones, and we're going to tell you why. We're not just going to say this is a good deal, but here's why it's a good deal. And that's what makes it a pretty rich resource. A lot of these places will tell you, hey, this is a good price, but we'll tell you why it's a good price. Uh, definitely great indeed. Plus, you're doing tremendous giveaways, over $20,000 in giveaways all Black Friday shopping season long. Yep, we are a pretty generous company. So, um, oh, and we didn't even mention it, but BF Ads will still be doing these deal roundups all the way through the weekend and through Cyber Monday into the following week. Things kind of uh, dip off from there, but yeah, it's a good place to go for Cyber Monday too because Cyber Monday is even tougher. There's no ads or anything to research, so you really have to rely on the experts of whether you're getting a good deal. So it's a good place to tap into. We're doing all the homework for you. You might as well take advantage of it. Absolutely. And so, like you said, Cyber Monday gives you usually very little lead time because of the fact that all these retailers are prioritizing Black Friday just because of volume. But Cyber Monday, nobody should underestimate the values that there. And it happens a lot where people, oh, I couldn't get this during Black Friday. I better go check out what I need to get on Cyber Monday. So there's no better place to go than bfads.net bfads.net, bfads.net, bfads, bfads on Twitter, and bfads on Facebook as well. You follow them. You make sure you get in with all the contests and all that. Most importantly, you make sure you go to bfads.net regularly each and every day for updates and more and more and more information 
on the Black Friday scene and what's going on this holiday season. Brent, I tell you what, it's been a pleasure having you on the show and on the program today. I just cannot thank you enough to have you and BFADS.net being part of the pop culture cosmos. Oh, yeah, it's my pleasure. I am a uh, pop culture freak. So just to be on a show called Pop Culture Cosmos is a big thrill for me. And yeah, I wish all your listeners uh, happy holidays. I'm hoping that they save some money. They don't overspend. Look, uh, it's, a, it's a long holiday. You don't have to spend it all uh, in one place on one day. So that's exactly why you want to subscribe to our newsletter. You don't have to come to the website every day. We're going to send you the information if you sign up. It's free, and it's worthwhile, man. I've saved a lot of money over the years just from that newsletter. So, And there you go. And there is no better place to go than bfads.net. Brent, it's been great having you on the show today and being part of the Pop Culture Cosmos. For the latest reviews and opinions on everything pop culture, head on over to our brand new site, www.popculturecosmos.wordpress.com. This is Gerald Glassford from Pop Culture Cosmos and Game Source. We truly appreciate you being part of the broadcast here today. It's that time again for wrestling fans. And who better to break down all things pro wrestling than the man, the myth, the legend behind the wrestling podcast about nothing. It is Mike Crockett. How are you, my friend? I'm great, Gerald. Thanks for having me back. Always great to have you a part of the pop culture cosmos and the PCC multiverse. It is the wrestling podcast about nothing. Mike, you and Brian do a tremendous job with your show what channels and how best can they get a hold of you? Because I know as a team member of the Podcast Radio Network, your shows are on Tuesday, 10.30 p.m. Eastern, 7.30 p.m. Pacific. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, sometimes we skew a little earlier or skew a little later. But yeah, Tuesday nights on the Podcast Radio Network. And also, we do two podcasts a week on two different feeds. So you kind of have to look for us a little bit. Mondays, we're on the New Age Insiders Wrestling Network. That's for wrestling podcast about nothing, of course. And all the feeds that we're on will come up and you can subscribe and uh, listen on demand. That's awesome indeed. Again, that's the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing. Just search out the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing on Facebook, Twitter, and also just you know right there for you. And plus, also as well, again, Tuesday nights on the Podcast Radio Network. But there's some other things I want to talk to you about within the realm of professional wrestling. I heard a little thing recently, a little tit-for-tat on Twitter escalate into actually a match between Kenny Omega, who some are actually considering right now to be one of the best, if not the best wrestler right now on the planet, against, well, long, long-standing uh, uh, top wrestler, uh, Hall of Famer in many people's minds, Chris Jericho. So I ask you, that type of match, should it happen I believe January 4th in the Tokyo Dome for New Japan, something that a lot of fans weren't expecting because of Chris Jericho's ties with the WWE. Yeah, you are correct. It is uh, January 4th, their biggest show of the year, New Japan's biggest show of the year, uh, Wrestle Kingdom 12. And yeah, it was quite a surprise. They were going back and forth and people were just like, ooh, uh, you know, Jericho's really going after Kenny Omega. And it started to evolve when you thought, Chris Jericho is doing this wrestling cruise coming up and you thought maybe that they would book 
Omega versus Jericho on this cruise, perhaps, because Chris Jericho is working with Ring of Honor to uh, promote shows actually on the ship. Uh, apparently, Jericho went to Triple H about getting NXT to be a part of it, and Triple H turned them turned him down, so he went to ROH. Maybe that's a little bit of what's going on here, where Jericho's trying to you know put it in their face. But the fact that it was announced on a show in in Japan that it is Kenny Omega versus he is the United States champion of New Japan, by the way, against. Chris Jericho, who, as you said, has not wrestled anyplace else but WWE since 1999. And a, a really big surprise, a really big surprise. And you have to think, I mean, I don't think we've talked about this, Gerald, but the fact that the Young Bucks, who are mainstays in New Japan Pro Wrestling and ROH, they were sent a cease and desist order from WWE because the Young Bucks like to do... Um, the old DX taunts. They like to do the crotch chop. They tell people, you know, to do certain things and they do certain hand gestures that are reminiscent of DX back in the day. And yeah, they were sent a cease and desist from WWE. So we know WWE is aware of the Young Bucks, aware of what's going on in New Japan Pro Wrestling. And it seems like they're not very happy about it. So Chris Jericho going to New Japan to be a part of their biggest show of the year. And no doubt it's going to get a lot of eyes on New Japan Pro Wrestling. And New Japan has kind of really risen in favor in the United States fans' eyes over the past few years. Of course, a couple of years back, they brought in Jim Ross to be on the announce team for Wrestle Kingdom. And just doing shows in Long Beach, California this past summer, uh, New Japan has really raised their profile in the U.S. And this is a, a major coup for them. And I can't think that Vince McMahon's happy, though... He did tweet just a couple days later, happy birthday to Chris Jericho on Twitter. So I'm not quite sure where he stands with WWE. Some people say he'll be all be forgiven. He'll be back in the fold. Actually, uh, my partner, Kingpin Brian Malone, says that. I can't think that, especially, like I said, the way they sent the cease and desist out to the Young Bucks. I, I can't think that they're anything but a little, I mean, a little perturbed or much more than that when it comes to Chris Jericho going to New Japan to headline uh, the second biggest event, the second biggest promotion in the world, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Your sound reasoning as far as exactly what's going on in New Japan is probably part of the reason why they just uh, you know, informed shareholders that they are actually, their revenue is 20% above what they took in last fiscal year. So obviously they're a, a company back on the rise and as they have been for the past few years now they've really caught momentum once again to almost rival what they were doing in the 90s so definitely that's great to see and with chris jericho it's obvious that he's not contractually bound with the wwe right now per se but if this is just a one-shot payday type deal for him that might be okay with vince and whatnot just you know as long as he stays maybe active doing Fozzie, his books, whatever, his podcast, what have you, and not focusing on a extended career with Ring of Honor, New Japan, what have you. So we'll have to wait and see. Like you said, I, I know you're a little bit uneasy about it. I kind of as well. But if it's just for one big matchup and maybe his desire, obviously, to meet Kenny Omega because he is thought of so fondly within re wrestling circles right now, 
maybe that's uh, the WWE allowing Chris Jericho to go ahead and do it because from what I've seen and what I'm able to ascertain has in the past couple of years done a lot of favors for WWE. So that's something definitely to look at there. But there's some also other great news within the world of wrestling as well. Lucha Underground did get picked up by El Rey, the El Rey Network, for a fourth season. But it was kind of on the fence for a while there. And I'm not sure everybody is happy about it within the locker room that Lucha Underground got picked up for another year. Yeah, and I'm not sure what the contractual situation is with a lot of the talent. I, From what I was uh, hearing, a lot of the guys, either their contracts ended or they got, they got out of their contracts. A lot of the contracts are very strict in terms of what you could do in for independent wrestling. And a lot of guys wanted to get out of those contracts, and some of them did. And I'm not sure what the roster is going to look like when they come back for season four. So I'm not sure what kind of show we're going to see for Lucha Underground season four, but I'm interested, I'm interested to see what they do. I mean, they have good storytelling. It's a much different product. If anyone out there hasn't seen Lucha Underground, it is a much more cinematic product than you're used to when it comes to wrestling. It's wrestling in a completely different light. And if you're kind of sour on what's going on in wrestling today, and if you want to just throw out of your mind the fact that this is a sport. If you want to just, you know, take any notion of that out of your head, this is a very cinematic approach to professional wrestling, very different. And they, with the writing, they have actually a former WWE writer as their head writer. But uh, like, like I said, a much different take on pro wrestling. If anyone can take a, a roster that may be depleted at this time and build it up, it is the guys at Lucha Underground, they create new characters for the most part for the guys that come in, the independent wrestlers that they use, the guys from Mexico that they use. So it is a completely different experience. And I'm looking forward to seeing what they're able to do with Lucha Underground season four. I'm, I mean, interested to see who comes back and interested to see who they bring in. And it should be a very interesting thing. I said interesting a lot, but yes, it will be interesting. It definitely will be uh, seeing that show because it is kind of off the beaten path from your traditional professional wrestling show. And ain't your daddy's professional wrestling show, that is for sure. I will say this, that the professional wrestling world has so much going on, and there is no better way to get your information than the wrestling podcast about nothing. Mike, before you head on out, tell us why, once again, why there is no better place to listen to all your professional wrestling news than the wrestling podcast about nothing. Thanks so much, Gerald, uh, again, for having me on. Um, yeah, me and the Kingpin, Brian Malonis, I'm a former referee. He's a former, or he's a current independent wrestler. And we bring an, a personal insight into what's going on in the world of professional wrestling. We do talk about what's going on today. We do talk about what happened in the past. We talk about our own personal stories. One of our most popular podcasts is, in a, is an episode where we talked about our, our chances that we had to make it in pro wrestling and what went wrong. That is one of our most popular episodes. So you can go back and find that. Uh, we do two podcasts a week on two different feeds. Monday, we're on the NAI Wrestling Network, the New Age Insiders Wrestling Network. Thursday, we're on our own feed. And again, just search WPAN for Wrestling Podcast About Nothing on any podcast app. You can find all of our feeds, subscribe to them all, listen on demand, or of course, listen to Brian and myself every Tuesday night on the podcast radio network and it's at WPAN on all social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. 
seeing as how your show and my show are now the some of the elder statesmen of the podcast radio network it's uh it's good to have someone that i can always count on to provide everybody out there from the pop culture cosmos uh listening audience the latest information indeed but i'll tell you what mike you and brian have a great show i've listened to many episodes they are truly hilarious especially when you guys get uh, let's i'm not gonna say uh you know a little bit of the drink going on there but let's just say you guys are having some fun or when some uh, got, you know industry friends come by those are shows are, are also some very interesting ones as well but uh you know I, i'll just i'll just leave it at that but people have to listen and check out all their great shows each and every week twice a week it's the wrestling podcast about nothing you got to check it out today the Podcast Radio Network, Apple Podcasts, the NAI Network, and BDA Radio. This is a can't-miss podcast, and it's all because of Mike Crockett and the Kingpin, who, don't call him a former wrestler, or he might hit you with a former chair, <laughs> Brian Malonis. Mike, as always, my friend, it's just truly great having you on the show, and I look forward to talking to you again about the wonderful realm of pro wrestling very soon. Really appreciate it, Gerald. Thank you. Thank you so much, Mike, and it's always great to have you as part of the Pop Culture Cosmos. Hello, podcast fans. My name is Chris Jones, and I'm here to tell you about the Nerd Bliss Podcast. Now, of all the geek-oriented podcasts out there, we are definitely one of them. Yes, we talk about Star Trek and Star Wars and cosplay and Marvel and DC and the usual. But as geeks, we embrace anyone with very specialized knowledge, like triathletes or improv comedians or musicians. So we try to bring them in and let them share their geekiness with you to help broaden some horizons. And maybe you'll learn something. Maybe we'll learn something. You can find our entire catalog at nerdblisspodcast.com on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Player FM, and we are now proud to be a part of the ESO Network. Once again, we are the Nerd Bliss Podcast. Thank you and pod bliss. And we're back with Pop Culture Cosmos. This is Gerald Glassford from Pop Culture Cosmos and Game Source. We truly appreciate it. It was week 11 in the NFL and some great things going on. And who better to break it down? Another great week in the NFL. As we get closer to the fantasy football playoffs, it is Tyler Baker from the Fantasy Football Pater Podcast. And I'm telling you, every Tuesday and Saturday, it's a must listen. It's the Fantasy Football Pater Podcast. You got to listen to it on Apple Podcasts, Lipson, Overcast.fm, Player.fm, and SoundCloud. Tyler, you're back again. Yes, sir. You're after being on our first segment, just to, the pressure was on to, to <laughs> spew that pop culture out, and you did great so far. So I ask you, what are some of the things that you took away from week 11 in the NFL? Man, there were some great games today. Oh, my gosh. Most of them I've seen. Some of them I haven't yet. But we saw the 7-2 and two Rams and the 7-2 and two Vikings battle it out. It was such a good game. And I'm telling you, both of these teams are very good. We're going to see both of these teams in the playoffs. But today, it was Case Keenum uh, just playing good football. 
with a good football team. And, and the Vikings have had so much adversary. They lost Alvin Cook early. They lost Sam Bradford, and they just won't stop. They're playing great defense. In this game, one of the Rams' starting cornerbacks went down. When that happened, they just picked on them with Alan Thielen. Alan Thielen had, had a monster game today. A little bit concerning, the Kansas City Chiefs lost to the Giants today in overtime. And this is very, very concerning. The Chiefs started out 5-0. and I think they're still a good team, but they've lost four out of their last five games. Now, this is an Andy Reid coach team, This and they are led by Alex Smith. They have a great rookie in Kareem Hunt. They have a superstar in Tyreek Hill, and they have Travis Kelsey. So they have some very, very good pieces of this team, but they're at the point now in their season where they need to start winning football games, and when you come out and you lose against the Giants, that's huge. They look not only very beatable, but they look like, at this point, there's a chance they might not even make the playoffs at all. Yeah, so they're going to have to turn it around. Uh, and I think that this is a team that can. The Saints turned it around. The Saints were 0-2 at the beginning of the season. They were looking bad. The defense was looking terrible. The offense couldn't get anything going. Now they've won eight straight. So, you Including know, this- a, a, at the a today against the Washington Redskins. And yeah. as someone who... Is a big fan of the Washington Redskins like you are. That was not exactly, yeah. Close doesn't count. And that's something Jay Gruden said at the uh, end of the game press conference. Close doesn't count. The Redskins could have won that game. So we talked about Kansas City being at one time the best team in the NFL. Right now, there's a couple other teams that have now supplanted Kansas City as the best team in the NFL. My picks right now are Philadelphia and New England because they both mauled over playoff contenders last year in the Oakland Raiders Mm -hmm. and the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, and Philadelphia did it in prime time tonight in front of everybody, so everybody got to see it. Now, I mentioned on your show uh, the last time we met, I talked about Tyron Smith, the starting left tackle for the Dallas Cowboys being out, and how I thought that that was a pretty big deal. It ended up being a big deal. Dak Prescott was absolutely harassed by the Eagles defense. And the Eagles defense does that to a lot of people. So they have a very good defense. Um, They have a very good offensive line. That offensive line, between having LeGarrette Blunt and now Jay Ajayi in an offensive line that can pull and trap linemen the way that they can, they don't even need a guy like Carson Wentz. Oh, but what? But they have Carson Wentz. <laughs> oh, wait, they still have Carson Wentz, who is turning out to be a very, very good quarterback. He is making really good decisions under pressure. He's not giving the ball away a lot. When he has to, he can take off running. This is an Eagles team that does a lot of things really well. And at the time in the season where you really start wanting to get into, into playoff shape, they're, they're looking the best of any team in the NFL right now, I think. I couldn't agree with you more on that. Right now, I've got a Philadelphia-New England meeting right now at the Super Bowl. I, I, it's obviously not a done deal, but both those teams are looking really strong at this point in time. They're looking really good, and it seems like the Steelers have had ups and downs this season. It seems like that they are definitely trending back up. And with New England, even when New England isn't playing very well, they're still a really great team. So when you're talking about looking forward to the Super Bowl, I, I, I think you're talking about just a handful of teams. 
teams. And I think you're right. I think it's New England. I think it's the Eagles. Pittsburgh, we need to talk about. And then, you know, there's the Rams, the Vikings, a couple other teams that are good, but they're just not playing at the level. And we're about two thirds of the way through the season. And the really good teams are starting to rise to the top. And yeah, I, I think a New England Philadelphia Super Bowl is probably a really good call right now. Once again, this is Tyler Baker from the Fantasy Football Pater Podcast. Also check out his great site, ffpater.com, and his awesome Facebook group page, Fantasy Football Pater Podcast, their group page on Facebook. You want to ask a question on your team, waiver wire pickup, trades, whole nine yards, you want to go ahead and check out Fantasy Football Pater Podcast on Facebook, the group page, where there's over 250 people there that's far as that are in, have your same interests on your fantasy football team. You just throw those questions out and they definitely do get answered. Yeah. It's all about helping each other make better football decisions, make better fantasy football decisions. And that's what everybody needs. That winning edge, that, that little edge that maybe that sound piece of advice that will not only carry them into the playoffs, but carry them all the way through to a championship. So before we head on out, were there any real notable names or, or real performances that you think people needed to keep an eye on this weekend or need to you know, maybe thinking about as far as making them a mainstay on their roster and their starting lineups? Well, Alan, Alan Thielen in Minnesota, he just keeps getting better and better. And Case Keenum has a lot of trust with him. Now, Stefan Diggs is still there, but Stefan Diggs is going to take the number one corner. Uh, when they face a defense and they have a number one corner, they're going to put him up against Stefan Diggs. And Alan Thielen, with his speed, they're really finding ways to take advantage of that. And it's not just all nine routes, just go down the field. They're doing some crossing routes, getting him in space, and letting him use the speed to turn the corner and get upfield. So Adam Thielen is really coming on. The Bears finally got Tariq Cohen involved again. Not sure how long that's going to last. Uh, but if you're talking about running backs right now that you want a piece of going into the fantasy playoffs, you want pieces of that Saints uh, backfield. Alvin Kamara, Mark Ingram, they're both startable every single week. If you had a team where you had both of them, you could start both of them and be just fine. Awesome advice indeed. Once again, it's Tyler Baker from the Fantasy Football Pater Podcast. He is having a show drop every Tuesday and Saturday. You got to check it out on Apple Podcasts, Libsyn, SoundCloud, Overcast.fm, and Player.fm. Tyler, it's always awesome to hear from you. Definitely looking forward to previewing Week 12 in the NFL because it's getting close to the nitty-gritty time when it comes to the fantasy football playoff scene. Yep. And just looking forward to that as well. But you'll be back later in the show. Yes. After uh, Ben Arnault drops his knowledge on some great Thanksgiving tips, you're going to be back to share your thoughts, and I will as well, on our picks for this Black Friday season. Yes, sir. See you in a few. If you're tired of sifting through flea markets for rare and unique games, we can help. Retro City Games in Henderson, Nevada, only five minutes from the Las Vegas Strip, has all your favorite gaming staples, classics, and a wide selection of rare games with new stuff always appearing on our shelves. Come in and chat with Nicole or Doug about your love of games and watch as they help you complete your collection or find your childhood favorite. And don't forget, Retro City Games loves trade-ins. So if you have any Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Sega, Xbox, PlayStation, or even PC games, come in and visit Retro City Games today. Welcome to the new metropolis of gaming, Retro City Games. 
This is Gerald Glassford from the Pop Culture Cosmos and Game Source. We truly appreciate you being part of the broadcast here today. And I'll tell you what, oh, I'm getting hungry again because guess who's back? It is our good friend from all the way down in the great, great country of Australia. It is Ben Arnaud from the Smoking Hot Confessions podcast and SmokingHotConfessions.com. How are you today? Mate, I'm absolutely fantastic. How are you? I'm doing very well, thank you. With Thanksgiving coming up, I really need to know from the man who I think cooks the best food out there, what is the best way to cook a very, very cool and innovative holiday turkey for this Thanksgiving? Well, if you're looking for something uh, for something innovative, um, I like to cook what I call a, a Thanksgiving fatty. It's a bit of a non-traditional take. And what I do is I season up a whole bunch of turkey mince with, you know, some, uh, some onions, some garlic, some fennel, all that sort of stuff. You know, the, the traditional sort of, you know, um, poultry spices. Use uh, some layers of uh, baking paper and, I, and a rolling pin. And I'll roll that out nice and flat. And I'll mix up um, my favorite turkey stuffing recipe with, you know, onions, celery and all that, all that good stuff in there as well. Roll that out nice and flat. And then I flip one over on top of the other roll the whole lot up into a big log, big uh, big turkey and stuffing log. Around that, I'll get some uh, tail ends of bacon and I'll make a bacon weave out of it. So you layer them over each other and uh, weave in and out of each other to make like a little bacon blanket, big mince log. And then I stick that in the bacon blanket and I roll the bacon blanket up around that and secure it all with toothpicks and then smoke that up over a tray of vegetables. So all the bacon and the turkey drippings drip down onto the vegetables so you're roasting the vegetables in the meat drippings at the same time and mate it's just fantastic when it comes to that mince log you know if you if you are stressed about the holidays as i like to say just smoke a thanksgiving fatty and relax i'm telling you i'm getting hungry again (laughs) in terms of some other things that you can cook for the holidays you do have your, your traditional turkey and what a lot of people will do is they'll take that inside and put that in the oven and uh, my mother-in-law, who was from Arkansas, actually taught me this particular technique. Weber just sitting out on the deck. And, uh, you know, if you've got some cholesterol problems, this is probably not the recipe for you, just as a little <laughs> hashtag disclaimer. She liked to, uh, to load up the charcoal baskets on either side of the Weber and get the thing nice and hot. So we're not particularly going low and slow on this. We're sort of going at kind of regular oven roasting temperatures. It's about every 40, 45 minutes pop it up with a few more chunks of smoking wood, you know, some, some nice pecan, get a bit of a nutty flavor with your, with your turkey if, if, if that's what you like. Use some fruit wood if you like something a little bit more subtle. But about every 40, 45 minutes, we would um, lift the lid off, turn the bird around to make sure it was cooking evenly, and um, she'd get a big stick of butter and just rub the whole bird down with butter about every 45 minutes. So over the space of about five hours, I think, we used two whole sticks of butter on this, on this bird. It was not a huge bird. It was because, uh, you know, you've got to be able to fit it under the dome of the Weber. So, you know, you, you've got to be a bit logical about the size of your bird. But, yeah, it was, um, from memory, it was about five or six hours. It was a good afternoon's worth of cooking. And, yeah, we used uh, half a kilogram. So what's that, about a pound of butter? It's about that, yes. Two pounds to a kilo. So, yeah, so one, one pound of butter. Rubbed that butter all over the outside of the skin of the bird about every 45 minutes, and it came out this beautiful golden caramel brown and the skin was just crispy was just phenomenal if you're really keen you can mix yourself up a nice herb butter 
and just gently lift the skin up over the breasts and butter in underneath. And so that'll melt down through the meat from inside the bird. So, uh, yeah, there's a few little, uh, little tricks there that you can try. Oh, that's awesome indeed. I ate before we spoke today. And I'll tell you what, I am hungry again after hearing that great Thanksgiving recipe. I'll tell you what, it is our good friend. Again, it's Ben Arnault from the Smoking Hot Confessions podcast and smokinghotconfessions.com. His great podcast on barbecuing and great cooking tips where he has great interviews and also recipe ideas. It's available now on Apple Podcasts, Overcast.fm, Player.fm, YouTube, Lipson, and now he is on iHeartRadio as well. And I wanted to share it. I wanted to share it to the entire world on Pop Culture Cosmos, but I couldn't, and I was really sad. So I had to eat something instead, but that's okay. I'll tell you what, this is a can't-miss podcast for anybody out there that loves barbecuing and loves cooking. And Ben, it's been so great having you on the show. We just truly hope you and your family have the happiest of holidays. Thank you very much, mate, for having me on again. It's always great to come and, uh, and, and, and chat with you. I love your show. I love what you do. And I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm really proud that you, that you want me to be a part of it. So thank you for giving me the opportunity. And remember, don't stress about Thanksgiving. Just smoke a Thanksgiving fatty and relax. Sounds good. Thank you so much. And it's great having you always on the Pop Culture Cosmos. Hey everyone, venture into the Pop Culture Cosmos today, where you'll hear our conversations on different topics within the world of movies, TV, video games, comic books, technology, board gaming, and more. You'll also get a taste of some of our other shows within the Cosmos as well. So come on and join us each week as we delve into the Pop Culture Cosmos. Welcome to the Pop Culture Cosmos. And we're back to close out another jam-packed show. I'll tell you what, it's the Pop Culture Cosmos Show. My name is Gerald Glassford. Once again, we are just, just so awesome. Just, just so excited to have you part and listening to the show. What a packed show. And I just want to say thank you, first off, to Brent Shelton from bfads.net. That's bfads.net. Also as well, Mike Crockett from the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing and Ben Arnaud from Smoking Hot Confessions. Tell you what, all three of them, just so great to have them on. And Ben Arno, he's going to be dropping some holiday knowledge in the month of December and dropping some more great holiday cooking tips indeed. It's been a great time indeed having Mr. Tyler Baker from the Fantasy Football Patriot Podcast here with me to co-host the show. Yes, sir. And if uh, for any reason you can't check our show out on the Podcast Radio Network, that is no problem at all because you can always check out our show on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, TuneIn, the Ace Podcast Network, Overcast, Player.fm, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Podcast.com, Mixcloud, the ESO Network, the Tangibound Network, Gunny Geek Network, Cast Crunch, and Social Podcasts, and of course our home site, PopCultureCosmos.wordpress.com. And don't forget to check out this man's podcast, the Fantasy Football Pater Podcast, on Lipson, Apple Podcasts, Overcast.fm, Player.fm, and SoundCloud. Woo! What a day. What a show indeed. Good one. Tyler, yes, yes, a big one indeed. Thanks so much for being part of the show today. But before we head on out, my friend, mm -hmm. we've got some knowledge to drop on people's heads in regards to Black Friday yeah. and some of our picks for the best Black Friday deals that you need to think about 
upcoming later this week. So I going to bequeath you first, sir, and you tell everyone out there what are your picks for Black Friday coming up. There are a lot, and so many stores are trying to get a big piece of this Black Friday pie. And I think first and foremost, the biggest deal that I can see, the most mind-blowing deal that I can see is coming from Best Buy. It's a doorbuster in-store only deal, but it is a sharp 50-inch LED 2160p smart 4k ultra hd tv for a hundred and seventy nine dollars and ninety nine cents a 50 inch 4k ultra hd tv for under 180 bucks this is going to we're we're going to see news reports about this people are going to use their elbows and their fingernails to claw through people to get one of these things well, I was just driving by a, a Best Buy earlier, and I was just checking out to see if anybody was already camped out because they will camp out at Best Buy oh, yeah. several days early. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and that's that's a huge deal, under 180 bucks for 50 inch television. Yeah, we're gonna see this on the news. <laughs> that is an incredible deal. So, what else did you have in mind as far as great Black Friday deals out there that people need to be aware of? Well, if you are in the market for an Xbox One S, the 500 gigabyte console, uh, you can get them at Target. They're on sale for $189.99, and that will also come with a $25 target gift card so you can be out the door for about 164 dollars and 99 cents on a brand new xbox one s now if you go over to kohl's you'll find it for the same base price of 189.99 but you'll also get a 45 dollar in kohl's cash now kohl's cash you can't use it immediately they give you a time frame it's usually a week or so after you make a purchase then they give you a week or so to come in and use that kohl's cash but if you shop often at kohl's or if there's one nearby you can go in and get the console for 189.99 the 45 dollars kohl's cash will bring that to about 144 dollars and 99 cents for a brand new xbox one s that's that's incredible that is dirt cheap the Xbox One S, if you have a 4K television or you're going to buy one like mm -hmm. Tyler Baker just suggested, it streams in 4K and it is a 4K Blu-ray player. Mm -hmm. So you, that's something definitely you have to think about. The PlayStation 4, which I'm going to mention right now, which across the board, the one terabyte model is at $199. That's going to be great at all these retailers. That doesn't play 4K. Mm or stream 4K, but it has a larger library of games. That's one thing in its favor, which you know, obviously being the leader in this generation in sales, you do have a larger variety of games to play on it. So that's something you, everybody wants to consider there. Mm -hmm. But if they want to go to these retailers, Kohl's again is doing that same Kohl's cash deal, but $60 on wow. the PlayStation 4, $199 one terabyte model. So that's just to wow. let you know. And uh, basically, Kohl's Cash is their way of ensuring that you're going to shop at Kohl's during the holiday season later on. So if yeah. you're interested in the Kohl's Cash, Xbox, or the PlayStation, you're going to get at least 45 if not $60 there, depending on which one you get. So that's a great that's deal indeed. So Tyler, you made it through. You made it through a whole show. It was awesome. So much fun. Oh, that's indeed. It's been great having you here. Yeah, I may not want Josh to come back. You know, oh. 
<laughs> no, I'm, I'm just kidding, Josh. If you're listening, just kidding. Just kidding, Josh. Get better soon, even though you're not sick. He's got vacation yeah. syndrome right there. It's ter- wow. very terrible, very terrible indeed. <laughs> well, but, it was uh, definitely a pleasure being on. It was. Oh, uh, well, it's definitely a great pleasure to have you on, and my friend. Truly wishing you all the best this Thanksgiving, and yes. to all of our listeners and Josh, of course, as well. Safe travels, my friend, out there. <laughs> but to everyone out there, safest of travels, mm-hmm. and we here at the Pop Culture Cosmos wish you all the best this Thanksgiving season. Uh, oh, any last thoughts? Or I think I think that was it. All right, sounds good. So for Tyler Baker from the Fantasy Football Pater Podcast. This is Gerald Glassford. It's another beautiful day in paradise right here in the pop culture cosmos. We thank you for listening. And here's hoping you have yourself a great turkey day. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network, your station for all things geek, classic, current, and beyond. Be part of the crew at ESONetwork.com. Tangent Bound Network. Let your voice be heard. TangentBoundNetwork.com Thanks so much for downloading the Pop Culture Cosmos as a special treat. We're adding a bonus episode, which starts right now. So sit back and relax as you enjoy more awesome goodness from the Pop Culture Cosmos family. And stay tuned as more great podcasts are on the way. Thanks again for listening to us here at the Pop Culture Cosmos. And someone who has always posted Black Friday ads, but they really haven't been that great over the years. And both Josh and I have said some things about it in the past that maybe they weren't the greatest on doing their Black Friday deals comparatively to some other major retailers but gamestop is really kicking in its uh heels as far as the playstation 4 is concerned so if you get that same 199 one terabyte unit you can get 50 dollars a 50 dollar gift card right there from uh from gamestop so if you buy the 199 one terabyte unit there's 50 dollar gift card attached to it from gamestop so that's hey that's, uh, that's at huge. least one yeah, that's a current game right there because everything will be on sale. So yeah, they've got yeah they've got all the major titles right now for under fifty dollars, uh, right now on sale or at that time. Excuse me, at that time on sale. So definitely a great deal indeed. And the GameStop card and the Target card they don't go bad. Whereas the Kohl's cash, you have a window that you can use it if something happens and you miss that window, you're out. You're at, that is an excellent point, and I'm glad you brought that up. So if you are going to Kohl's, you've got to make sure you, you look at the dates on when that's effective and make sure you go to Kohl's to yes. get that cash. Yeah, to so, get the full value out of it, yeah. Exactly. So what else did you have in mind as far as Black Friday deals hmm. this holiday season? Well, I was browsing around, and I saw that the GoPro Hero 5 black uh at target is 349 which is already a really good price but then if you get it on black friday you get a 50 dollars gift card to target so what that does is that makes available gopro's latest best action camera for less than 300 dollars that's that's a pretty big deal. I ride a motorcycle. I have a camera on my helmet. It's not a GoPro, uh, but I use mine every day. Every single time that I ride, I use one. So if you're in the market 
for an action camera, the latest best GoPro you can get for under 300 bucks. That's huge. That's a big deal. Very nice indeed. Very, very nice. It's like you said, especially for something of your motorcycle rider action, if you're skydiving, whatever, it's definitely a great deal indeed, especially with, you know, skiing as well. So yeah. definitely, yeah. definitely something to look forward to there. But I know you had some couple of places where people don't traditionally think about when it comes to Black Friday deals that you really picked up on. You did some snooping and some investigating. I did. I did. And you picked up a couple good cents right there. So tell us sure. exactly what you had in mind when it comes to Black Friday deals. Well, as much as people like to get televisions and video games for their uh, for their Christmas presents, sometimes you want something a little bit more practical. While I was digging around, and on Groupon, you can find the Bob Sweep Robotic Ro I'm sorry. You can find the Bob Sweep robotic vacuum cleaner and mop, and it starts at $129. Now, this is one of those little kind of UFO things that doesn't fly. <laughs> it's just kind of the saucer that goes around and it programs itself to your to contour its its pattern according to your room. Well, this one has all the bells and whistles. It it cleans, it mops, it sweeps, it has a UV sterilizing light on it. It has a HEPA filter. Um, this thing is amazing. It even comes with a remote control. So if you want to say get out your action camera that you got really cheap from Target and set it up and terrorize your pets and small children with the with the little vacuum with the remote control, you can do that. So for 130, 129 bucks, uh, you can never sweep or mop again. That is a bargain. Definitely indeed. Uh, and then I know also as well, you read something from social media that really piqued your interest as well. Ah, and I was thinking about all the college students when I found this. So I was uh, on Facebook and this company, electroniclongboardoutlet.com, they make electronic longboards. Longboards are, are the longer uh, skateboards that are much more stable and, and you don't do a lot of tricks on them. You just kind of go point A to point B. Well, they have an entry model that is $99 and it has a handheld controller. You can adjust the throttle, the brake, you can set the cruise control. Uh, has some really cool features on it, super good grip tape to make it nice and stable, adorable wheels. And for 99 bucks, you can get one of these things. They go 11 miles an hour, up to 11 miles an hour, and you can go about 10 miles per charge. So if you have a college student that lives two, three miles from a campus, this, this might, they won't ever have to take the bus again. They can hop on their lawn board, not break a sweat with their little controller in their hand. And for 99 bucks, man, what a great toy. It's 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 not just a toy, it's something that someone can actually use, but for 99 bucks, that's huge. Absolutely. That's a great idea on seeing everybody just streaking across campus or wherever you want to use it at the beach, the mall, what have you. It's yeah. definitely a, a great idea indeed. Well, there's some great picks from you as far as for Black Friday. I don't know. I I, I feel like the challenge is on for me. Uh, but let's hear it. Let's hear uh, it. All right, all right. I'll I'll, I'll start off with this. Okay. We talked about the obviously the the 4K TVs that are out there, uh, some of the price leaders that are out there as far as from what you said, Best Buy and also Walmart, mm -hmm. Target, Kohl's, the whole nine yards. You know, obviously those entry level TVs, some great deals indeed. If you want just a basic 4K TV, definitely something that you, you definitely can't afford to miss. But if you're looking for something a little bit higher realm, and in fact 
something that's going to be a, a whole bunch of money off and that and that's going to pr truly provide you with that total cinematic experience sony at best buy the same place that tyler baker was just talking about at best buy sony uh, uh, best buy has a sony 4k ultra hd with high dynamic range that's truly the best way to see television right now. That is going to be available for $2,000 right on the dot, $800 off. It's a 75-inch wow. TV, 2160p, again, Ultra HD, but with high, dam high dynamic range, $800 off. My goodness, indeed, it's wow. a great price for that. Uh, it's just truly just the high end of television right there that that's going to be on sale at that low of a price. So people, if you're looking for a little bit higher end TV and you want to go ahead and invest on it, can't get uh, much better than that as an option right there. Mm -hmm. Exactly. With the, because the high dynamic range really is the kicker if you're going to be spending anywhere near one to $2,000 anyways. So definitely that's a, a great choice indeed. Good at don't oh, thank you. I, uh, not, I mean, I'm just trying to keep up with you, man. Just trying to keep <laughs> up with you. But I also wanted to make sure, and everybody knows out there, we we talked about the gaming systems as far as our choices on that. But when you're talking about a little bit more about gaming, you definitely want to, if you're into the PC and hardcore PC gamer, but you're on the go, you need to go ahead and have a laptop that's going to be able to produce that high output for you because all those games are pushing the limits and testing the limits of, of what's available on the market. You got to go high end. Well, I'll tell you what, if you go high end, you got to go with Alienware and at Dell, the savings are up to all, just about $500 off on, on some of their items. In fact, there's 300 there's 200 there's 300 and 500 dollars off alienware products just about okay 475 we'll say all right for, close to 500 rounded off anyways but it's just amazing price it, you know depending on what you're looking for if you want uh an 8 gig a 16 gig or uh you know something with a higher processor the fastest i7s around definitely want to look at it far as either the the, the dell Insp uh, inspiron that they have out there or the alienware units the 15 and the 17 that they have on sale including the 17 the big boy the bad boy of them all with uh, that's a laptop remind you it's a laptop so you can take it with you and play high-end gaming with a i7 processor 16 gigs of memory one terabyte of hard drive 128 gigabyte ssd and a, a six gig nvidia geforce gtx graphics card full hd just my gosh the whole nine yards it's ready for even virtual reality if you're into that as well and that's almost 500 dollars off at 15.99 so that definitely you want to take a look at that as well if you're into that high-end gaming and you really need a workhorse for that yeah, so. that's a nice, you know, I, I actually saw that because Dell's Dell's coming out with a lot of, of Black Friday uh, specials. But yeah, I saw that. And that's not really what I'm into. But uh, I know my cousin Dan is and I know that he's probably trying to find it in his budget to, <laughs> to get one of those on Friday. Well, if that can't play the games that you want, uh, oh, yeah. off oh, yeah. Steam, then nothing will. Forget so definitely, that's, yeah. that's that's great. It, it's a great deal indeed, especially for almost $500 off. Mm -hmm. And lastly, he went off the beaten path as far as 
his choices, Tyler Baker did. So I'm going to go off a little bit off the beaten path and mention a staple every Black Friday that always gets looked at, definitely gets shopped at because I see the chaos that goes goes on when I'm there, but doesn't always get talked about when, when you consider the TVs and the consumer electronics and everything else out there. Old Navy. Old Navy from the 22nd to the 24th, 50% off your entire purchase. What? Whether it's their sales or, or whatnot, I, I don't know how they're working it out. It just says 50% off the entire purchase, including thousands of styles, $10 and under. Uh, this, wow. This awesome indeed. And if you shop on the 24th itself, they're going to go ahead and put on sale their cozy socks, the nice warm socks for every member of the family, up to 10 one dollar each for a pair what? of cozy socks and if you do buy it if for every dollar pair sold they'll up to a million dollars they'll give to the boys and girls clubs of america so it all oh, goes that in. is awesome that's a it's a great cause it's a great idea and that's if you shop on there on the 24th and you yeah. buy those one dollar cozy socks yeah but otherwise the 22nd to the 24th it's 50 percent off your entire purchase no strings attached wow. I know lately they've been going 40% off, and and if you've got the card, their their department store card, their Old Navy card, they're giving the extra kicker on that. No, no, no kickers, no nothing. It's just a straight 50% off the entire purchase. That's basically what I'm seeing. That's basically what I'm what, what it says. There's no ands, ifs, or buts on that. It just says 50% off the entire purchase from the 22nd to the 24th on November. Wow, and, that is good to know. Wow. Yes. So, and I'll tell you what, if you go there, you got you got to make one of that your first stops because that place is chaos. <laughs> and and they have yeah. their bins every year I go there, the lines are long there. I know that includes online, the online is, you know, there's going to be a tremendous amount of wait there or or, or probably trying to go we'll get a lot of stuff there. But if you go in store, there's long lines there. I can guarantee you, and everything is a mess, and it's just yes. so hard. Yes. There's these nice, neat folded <laughs> piles become like real Not big mush. Mountain yeah. Tyler, I'm telling yeah. you, I, I've and been they have there. All these employees that are just trying to fold. No, they they give up, but they, they can't. They can't. They, they just go to the register. <laughs> They're at the register and in the dressing rooms. Yeah, uh, you know, someone who used to be a department store manager just, you know, at that point in time, you just go at the registers, in the yeah. safety spots, in the security spots. <laughs> that's all you are. You know, those displays—they're trashed and they're done. They're done. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're done. You don't—you don't bother missing out. If if people want fifty percent off, you know what? They're gonna dig. They're and gonna, they're gonna get, go. Yeah. Yep. they're gonna find it and so. they're gonna do it quickly before everything is gone so exactly because they need to get in line because that line is long in yeah. old navy each yeah. and every year but i tell you what it's all worth it because it's not just selected products it's not just with the it's not the credit card if you have it it's the full kicker for everybody 50 percent off your entire purchase 22nd to the 24th yeah that is that's that's pretty big i think i will have to make a trip to old navy for sure uh, same here. I do every year as well, and that's just definitely someplace I can't afford to miss on Black Friday or right but thereabouts. I, yeah, but I don't know about Best Buy. That place might be a madhouse. I mean, pure it, civil unrest. It <laughs> is every year I go there too. So yes, yes. Can't uh, forget about that. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, Tyler. 
it's, it's definitely great to be talking all these Black Friday deals. And if anybody out there has any questions or wants to share Black Friday deals on their own that I can go ahead and send out on all of our social media networks, send us your thoughts, popculturecosmos at yahoo.com, also as well, popculturecosmos, mannequin media, and game source on Facebook and Twitter as well.